Back when I was trying to heal from chronic symptoms, my counter and cabinets were filled with pill bottles, my fridge and cabinets were filled with gluten-free, low-histamine foods, and the latest recipe for detoxing for candida could be found hanging on my fridge. Does this sound familiar? For me, that was the only way that I knew how to heal, since I have been a holistic health practitioner my entire life. But I had to wonder, and maybe you are too, do I really need to do all of this to heal? Is it even possible for this cycle of popping pills, avoiding certain foods, and purging toxins from my body to end? Is it possible to end this? And I'm here to tell you that you don't need all of this to heal. In fact, doing this combination or parts of it may be getting in the way of your healing. In today's episode, I'll be dissecting and discussing these three areas, dieting, detox, and pills in efforts to help you simplify your healing. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm Jenny Peterson, a mind-body coach who helps those with chronic illness and pain get back their life and health using their subconscious mind. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, the subconscious mind. Join me each week for candid conversations about simplifying your healing, success stories of those that I have worked with, and the how-tos of healing by accessing your subconscious mind. Welcome, my friends, to the 10th episode of the Simplify Your Healing podcast. The subject of diets, detoxing, and pills is a hot topic, and I've got some great information to share with you today. So let's get started. Now, before I get into these three areas, I want to remind you of a couple things that I have mentioned in previous episodes that are very important to know beforehand. First, remember that nothing can manifest in the body without starting in the mind first. Second, when you have a chronic symptom, it means that your mind is stuck in a stress state. Your body is taking the hit for the stress, which is why it's not resolving. These two things that I just mentioned are very important to keep in the back of your mind as you listen to each of these three areas that I'll be discussing. So let's start with pills. When I say pills, I am referring to mainly supplements, but I'm going to touch a little on prescriptions. No, I'm not a doctor, and I'm in no way telling you to get off of the medications that you are taking. But I am going to inform you that there are certain medications actually a majority of them, that keep your body stuck in the conflict stage. This is the stage that I've discussed in depth on previous episodes, which in short is the stage where your mind is stuck in stress and your body is taking the hit for the stress. So if your medication is keeping you stuck in the conflict stage, your body will never naturally be able to go into the healing phase. The phase that as it states is where healing takes place. So does this mean you have to immediately get off of all of your medications in order to start doing this work? Absolutely not. But it is a wise idea to have a discussion with your doctor to create a plan that is right for you to get off of them or reduce them as you do this work. A lot of my students will go in to see their doctor after three months of doing the work, and just by seeing them and maybe even getting some tests done, they're able to lessen or eliminate their medications. Now, I know that this can feel scary, or you may even feel resistance in your body as you hear this, but I'm not going to hide the truth. If you want to fully heal, reducing or eliminating medications needs to be a part of that. 
But rather than think that it's going to be horrible to do that transition, I want you to hold in your mind that it's possible to do it without big side effects. There are many of my students that anticipated the worst of trying to get off or reducing medications, and it turned out to be easy peasy. I attribute this to the mind and body work that is done before that transition happens. But ultimately, I'm telling you this so that you can make a decision. If you decide to do this work and don't get off the medications, that is 100% your choice. Just know that there are limitations to the healing when you make that choice. Now let's talk about supplements. I'm a certified holistic practitioner and herbalist, so I'm very familiar with the world of supplements. I made my living for 10 years selling them. I was the biggest advocate of them. And you wouldn't find me traveling two hours from my house without taking some supplement with me because, God forbid, my body might not function without them. There are so many categories of supplements. There are supportive supplements that are meant to support a particular body system like the colon or adrenals. Then there are vitamins and minerals or tonic remedies that are designed to cover any deficiencies. And then lastly, there are detox supplements. The supportive supplements are one of the most common supplements that I see people taking. They're the ones that say, I need to take this to support my adrenals or colon because they are quote unquote, not working right. Now these may be needed at times if the body system is truly failing, but we have to keep in mind why the body system isn't working optimally to begin with. This goes back to what I told you at the beginning here to hold in the back of your mind is that nothing in the body manifests unless it starts in the mind. So going back to the days when I used to sell these type of products, I loved these clients because they needed to stay on them, or if they didn't, the problem would come back. These organ-specific supplements don't fix the problem, they just maintain it. And if you get off of them, the body system will go right back to where it was before because the root issue hasn't been addressed. I like to say that they're just a healthier version of prescriptions. They don't have all the toxins in them and the side effects that come with it, but they're still just working on the symptom or covering up the symptom, not really going to the root of the issue and fixing it. Now, probiotics are an example of this. People with chronic illness are taking high-potency probiotics. They say they need them to keep a healthy gut, but the health of your gut is a reflection of what kind of conflicts you have within the mind. When you resolve the conflicts within your mind that are connected to your gut, then you won't need to take all those probiotics. You can find them from your food instead. Vitamins, minerals, and tonic remedies are another area that people focus on when it comes to supplements. These are the remedies such as a multivitamin or specific vitamins like C, E, or D. These vitamins are all available in our foods, but there are some people that have significant vitamin deficiencies that need to take these. Most of the time, you are peeing out a lot of these vitamins, hence the bright yellow pee. But it's also important to remember that those with chronic conditions are most likely not absorbing these supplements either. While they may be necessary for a short period of time, as you address the unconscious stress, your body will be able to, number one, eat more foods so that you can get more nutrients. And number two, you'll be able to absorb the vitamins from your food. I had a student that was deficient in so many vitamins, and after doing this work, she was able to eat more foods 
and her tests revealed her vitamin and mineral levels went back to normal without taking any supplements. It was just by eating more foods that she was able to get those nutrients, but she was limited on food. So obviously there was deficiencies and we didn't have to use supplements to compensate for that. We adjusted the stress that was causing her to not be able to eat the foods so she could bring those foods back into her diet. Now let's talk about the detox supplements. I'm going to put the detox supplements together with the other detox protocols, such as drinking liquids, doing coffee enemas, ionic foot baths, etc. This is the area that I see the most focus on when it comes to chronic illness. People go as far as another country or wellness centers across the country to do strict detox protocols and come back full of energy and pounds lighter only to have life happen again, and they end up feeling the same way they felt before they went there. This, again, is because the root of the issue was never addressed. Sure, doing those things will possibly make you feel better, but for some, it makes them feel worse, depending on how their body responds to this big detox protocol. But it's definitely not a long-term fix because you're not dealing with the true issue, the root issue. So when you get back to life and you experience stress, these symptoms all come back again because you haven't addressed how to deal with the stress and those old triggers, those old programs within your subconscious that are connected, ultimately connected to your symptoms. Let's go back to basics for a while. Your body knows how to detox. Your liver, your kidneys, your lymphatics, your skin, and other organs are detoxing all the time. They are designed to filter out toxins for us. The problem comes in when we have chronic conditions because chronic conditions indicate that the mind is in a state of stress, chronic stress. In a state of stress, your body systems are not interested in detoxing. They are just trying to survive. I like to use the example of if you were being chased by a tiger, would you stop to say, hey, wait, I think I need to clean up my liver right now. Of course you wouldn't do that. Your primary focus at that moment is to survive. Your body is doing the same thing. As long as it gets a message from the brain that it's not safe, then it will not put detoxification as a priority. So when you take these supplements to detox, you're adding even more stress to your body. You're forcing it to do something that it doesn't want or need to do at that time. Plus, because your detox pathways are not open due to stress, the detox process is most likely going to make you feel sick. I remember when I went to to get detox treatments, I would go every two weeks and after the treatment, it took me two weeks to just start feeling better. And then I had to go again. It was miserable. I have also students that tell me that after a few weeks of doing the program, that they are sweating again and their bowels are moving better. These are all signs that their detox pathways have opened naturally on their own. Here's the deal. There is nothing to kill or cleanse in your body that your body hasn't already done or can do on its own. Yes, there are certain foods to eat as the seasons change that naturally support your body systems to detox. That is supporting your body, not forcing it into something that it doesn't need to be doing. Detoxing, for example, in the middle of winter is another thing that I see people do. Your poor body is trying to naturally store more fats during this time to keep you warm and you're interfering with that natural process by detoxing in the middle of winter. Society has done a great job of promoting detoxing year-round as being safe and effective, and it goes against the natural rhythms of our bodies. I want to talk very briefly about detoxing or killing bacteria and viruses. 
As I have mentioned in previous episodes, these quote-unquote bad guys naturally show up in the healing phase and are there to promote healing. Killing them is not the answer. And just like taking medications that stop the healing process, trying to kill these bad guys will naturally put your body back into the conflict phase. You see this all the time with UTIs. You get an antibiotic because they found bacteria, which by the way, indicates you're in the healing phase. But to them, it's bad. So you take the medication and your body then goes right back into the conflict stage. A person will get tested and think it's all good because no bacteria is showing up. But then a few weeks later, it's back again. This is because the body once again is trying to go into the healing phase. If someone doesn't know this, they will be in the cycle of taking antibiotics possibly for years. Now let's next talk about parasites, another area that I know so very well. In fact, when I owned my store, I was one of the top stores in the state for selling the most wormwood combination supplement. Killing parasites is a common detoxing protocol in the holistic world, but parasites are also a natural part of living. Every animal and person has them. There's no need to detox for them in most cases. Lastly, I want to cover detoxing for fungus, also known as candida or general mold issues. Another hot topic in the holistic world of chronic illness, I talk to so many people that have done mold detox after mold detox and doing candida cleanses over and over. But just like bacteria and viruses being a part of the healing phase, so is fungus. And I know this goes against a lot of what you may have heard, but like I have presented in other episodes, this is all 100% backed up by Dr. Hammer's work. There's 100% accuracy in science backing it up. Yeast showing up in the mouth, intestines, skin, etc. are all part of the healing phase. Have you ever gone out to the woods and saw a rotting log? There's fungus and bugs crawling all over it. To break it down, it's part of nature to assist in the breaking down of the log. The yeast in your body is doing the same thing. And another thing is when I was in holistic studies, I remember I was always told that you need to detox for candida when there is cancer because it always shows up in people that have cancer. Well, yes, this is no surprise now that I know what I know from German New Medicine. This would absolutely be true because in the case of cancer, when it's found, it's in the healing phase. The healing phase is when we feel our worst or when the lump appears, that's the healing phase. And that's when candida is present. It's there to help break it down. Does this mean that you need to detox for candida? No, absolutely not. By cleansing for candida at this time, whether a person has cancer or during that healing phase at any time, you are interrupting the natural healing phase of your body. So what do you do if you have mold or candida issues that just don't go away? Again, we would need to identify the biological conflict to where the fungus is in your body, not kill it. Once we do that, we can resolve the conflict and let the body go through the healing phase on its own without interfering. And once that happens, the fungus issues go away. Again, it's there as part of the healing process, but if it doesn't go away, it means you're in a hanging healing. Your your body is going into the healing phase, but you're going back into conflict either by taking something or mentally, mentally, you know, having a trigger that doesn't allow 
this area of the body to go into full healing phase. As you can hear, all these protocols of pills and detox are not assisting your healing. In fact, they are most of the time interfering with the body's natural way of healing. Sometimes we think that we're smarter than our bodies and we need to interject, but this is only because we don't trust. And when we trust, we can back off of trying to control what our body needs and just allow it to do what it needs to do. Lastly, let's talk about diet. If you want to follow a certain way to eat, there is no shortage of diets out there. And for those with chronic illness, I see an avoidance of gluten and high histamine foods as being the most popular. So like supplements and detoxing, are these really all necessary to heal? When someone chooses to avoid certain foods because they're told that it will quote-unquote harm their body, what do you think is the response in the brain from that belief? Well, naturally, it's going to go to look at that food as being a threat because that is the message that it's getting. So before even eating the food, just by thinking that the food is going to harm you is enough to send a stress signal to the body. So this is what happens with those food sensitivities. They are told they can't eat a certain food because they've had a test or maybe several foods. They've had a test to show this is all of what you have sensitivity to. Now you need to avoid it. And avoiding it isn't solving anything. It's just avoiding these tracks that we have in the subconscious. That's all it's doing. But if you would eat it again, the track would be presenting itself, obviously. But to get rid of the track, you just go to the subconscious mind versus avoiding the food. And the avoidance of food, if you continue doing that, I've had people come into my program that were down to three foods that they could eat. So this avoidance of food might be okay if you're only avoiding one thing. But it's going to add up to being another thing and another thing and another thing because the subconscious has this belief and really it thinks that food is a threat. So it's going to continue having reactions to food more and more and more. So eventually avoiding doesn't work. Avoiding brings you down to where you're hardly eating anything. So if you have food sensitivities, keep in mind that the food is not the issue. The unconscious stress is the problem. And once you resolve the unconscious stress, the conflict that's connected to that trigger, the reactions to food will be eliminated. And food should never be something that you are in fear of. It's nourishment. It's what gives you life. And restricting food is, you know, it's restricting. Your food choices are really not as important as what you may think they are to your health. And as you've learned, disease starts within the mind. Do you ever wonder why those that eat healthy still get disease? My husband used to tell me that I was the healthiest sick person that he ever knew. (laughs) I was the one that ate the healthiest, took all the supplements, but yet I'm so sick, have all these symptoms. And then you look at somebody else and they're eating all this junk and you wonder, how come there's nothing wrong with them? Again, this is proof. It's because disease doesn't start here. Or you have Uncle Joe that drinks a 12-pack every week and smokes a pack of cigarettes every day, and he doesn't have anything wrong with him. He lives to like 93 years old. And you wonder, what the heck? Why why is there nothing wrong with him and there's something wrong with me when I'm living by the rules? And it's again because disease doesn't start here. Does a healthy diet make for a better environment and strength of your body? Absolutely. But does it prevent disease? Not according to German New Medicine not according to this 100% accurate science. So if you're trying to heal, 
Being obsessed or hyper-focused on the foods that you should or shouldn't eat is very stressful, not only just to your mind, but to your body as well, because your body is taking the hit for the stress that is being played in your mind. It doesn't create a safe, calm environment around food. Instead of restricting, look to all food as nourishment. Yes, even sometimes that chocolate chip cookie. Does that mean that you can eat junk food all day and every day and still get well using mind-body techniques? It could, but I don't really recommend it because you would feel the effects from eating like that on an energetic level. So what do you eat? Good old natural foods. Keep it simple. Shop the outside of the grocery store. Make as many meals that you can from scratch rather than eating out. Include plenty of fruits and vegetables in your diet and eat with the seasons as much as possible. Keep it simple. The bad guys, the gluten, the tomatoes, the peppers, etc. are not bad. If you're having reactions to them, it's because they are triggers within your subconscious. Once you identify the root cause to why your body is being triggered to that food, then the reactions to those foods go away. The day I stopped caring about eating a certain way to heal and let go of all my supplements and detox recipes was a day that gave me freedom. Freedom to live, to enjoy life, and no longer be held back by these beliefs that I thought were true and necessary for my healing. All right, I have covered it all and hopefully you're ready to ditch all this outside stuff and all these rules and really focus on what is going to give you long-term healing. Just think about all the money you will save by not taking all of those supplements, medication, and buying those special foods. If you were like I was, that wasn't a small chunk of change. Instead, you can focus on what really matters, what's within your subconscious mind. Again, your chronic symptoms are not resolving due to unconscious stress, not because you're eating the wrong food, not detoxing enough, or not taking the right supplement. Your goal is to reduce the unconscious stress. That is your focus. That is your primary focus that you need to be focusing on. And then let your body do the rest. If you're ready to ditch the diets, detox, and pills, and focus on the one area to heal, the subconscious mind, I suggest you schedule a discovery call with me to learn if the Mind Body Rewire program is right for you. On this call, we'll go over your situation, your health goals that you want to achieve, and if the Mind Body Rewire program can help you reach them. I will include the link to schedule the call in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at the Mind Body Rewire. And if you enjoy this episode, take a snapshot of it and share it with others. If you like what you heard today and want to continue learning how to keep healing simple by focusing on your mind, then please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to bringing you more information to simplify your healing next week.